0: So uh, today's doc is daf and we're continuing in the Gemara in its discussion of um, uh, the idea that Nissan is Rosh Hashanah Lirgalim, which means that it starts the cycle for the uh, for the count for the Ma'adim for the issue of Baal Ha'achir, of not postponing bringing your obligatory sacrifice, or your vows and, uh, and other types of obligations, as what something we'll unpack in a minute today. And then we saw in the Gemara yesterday a break that discussed uh, different opinions about when you transgress Baal Ha'achir. The first three three going in order starting from, from Pesach which is the assumption of our Mishnah which makes the, Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the cycle or once you hit Sukkot regardless of how many Chagim or any two or any one a whole range of different opinions okay and now the Gemara is finishing to work through the various Sukkim that um, that are used to prove uh, or as the basis for the various positions yes
1: I a question about the, the need to remain overnight in Yerushalayim
0: yeah
1: um to whom applies on Yom Tov as well. Right. So that would institute a requirement on its own without
0: adding that a special rule. Um, well, the to overnight is not overnight after the Chaka Pesach, it's after the morning sacrifices of the Olah Riyah and the Shlamei Chagiyah the Olah primarily and also the Shlamei Chagiyah and okay. Right. Yes, yeah, so,
1: the second night. Yes. So, it.
0: exactly. And that, if you take a look at Rashi, and that was one of the things that we ended with yesterday, the first Rashi, Fanisa Baboka, on the staff, it says, It's not saying you go home in the morning of Yantiv because that's the day you have to appear in the Azara. So you're going home the morning following Yantiv after you've brought your Korolas Mi'ya. So that was anyway one of the things that the Gemara said about what you do from some of the verses that the, that the connecting of the P'sukim of Chag HaMatzot and Chag sukkot is to tell you that the same way there's an obligation in sukkot to uh, in, in uh, pesach uh, we'll just read it again, Ma Chag HaMatzot and again, looking at various Sukim demardim whether it's to tell you how many Chagim is needed for Baal to or whether it's telling you something else, and here, according to one opinion, what it's telling you is this issue of that there's an idea of staying over the next night Long Toast was trying to decide isn't there generally an obligation to stay over the night after bringing korbanot? Um, but okay that's what the Gemara says Rehatsa Minolan how do you know by, by uh, Pesach you have to stay over the first night not of the Korban Pesach, but the first night of, after the first day, um, after appearing, as Rashi just said, in the Asarat, the verse says, Ufani you'll turn in the morning and you'll go back to your tent, um, and therefore, um, and, um, and uh, so therefore you presumably meaning you only wait till the morning, and similarly on Sukkot as well, um, after you do, you only leave, not uh, as soon as it's Moza arisham, but you can only leave the next morning. It is interesting, by the the way that this only appears by Pesach and not by Sukkot. And part of the reason is this by Sukkot, the Torah assumes that you're spending the whole week in Yerushalayim It says, right, you know, and so on. Sukkot is the end of the cycle. You've harvested everything in. You can take a little bit of a vacation. You can spend a little bit of time enjoying all of the harvest, all of the good. Pesach is right in the middle of the uh, you know, of the uh, of the working year. Pesach, you have to go back and you have to finish the harvest. You only began, you know, uh, cutting down the wheat and so on so Pesach you're more heading back more quickly to your tent going back home and that's this classic about. but still you wait till the next morning you're going home the first day of Cholomoed first day of Chol-Moed. okay so now everyone says the Tanakam Rebbe Shimin Tashvumin Ratzes so the Tanakam Rebbe Shimin were the ones that held that Baal uh, Ta'acher is only is three regalim or Baal Ta'acher any three or either three in the right order so therefore, what did they do? Because in terms of this idea of tashlumin, that you have um, the other, you know seven days on of Shavuot to uh, satisfy your obligations of the shlomi chagiga and so on, um, before we learned it from the fact that those were considered to be extra, didn't have to say chaka matzos chaka Sukkot. But according to Rabbi Tanakham and Rabbi Shimon, they learned from the fact that the Torah repeats all the chagim to tell you that you need three chagim for valta So if that's what the Torah is telling. Telling you by repeating those, why, how do you learn this idea that there's this idea of tashlumi and shavuot that if you don't bring the requisite korbanot on the first day, you have actually the whole week. You can't say because it's linked to the pesach because it's not repeated for the sake of being linked. It's repeated for the sake of telling you that you need the three regalim in order to be ba'al so the Gemara says no. They, they learn it out from where Rabbi Bashmuel teaches. Rabbi on the Torah, the Torah says, "Manai v'kideish Count days and sanctify the new month. The new month. The, so the the the, the 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 Rosh Chodesh is after a certain amount of days. Now it's not really after a certain amount of days because the days vary. It's after um, you know it's after uh, the new moon is seen. But nevertheless, the concept is that the month is made up of days, and therefore Rosh Chodesh. The holiday of Rosh Chodesh lasts for, I mean the holiday, I mean it's not Asurim Lecha, but the day of Rosh Chodesh is, in terms of its significance in the Beit HaMikdash, is one day. So, therefore, in parallel, So, count days and make a Shavuot. Now, The same way Rosh Chodesh is based on it's the number of the, the things you count to get to it. So twenty-nine or thirty days, but it's made up of days, and therefore the the Rosh Chodesh itself is one day. Afadzeres so, uh, Shavuot goes by the units you count to get to Shavuot. Now, what units do you count to get to Shavuot? You count days, mm-hmm. but you also count weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, more primarily, the Torah emphasizes Shavuot Shabbatot So, therefore, there's a concept of a week of Shavuot, and therefore, that week, the significance is not that it's a yontiv for the whole week, but that significance is That's for true. the bringing of Korbanot. Okay? So, the Mer says, One minute. But no, the, uh, but, um, you know, maybe I thought it should be one day because it's also made up of 50 days or 49 days, not just seven weeks. So what you mean to tell me that you only count days when you do S'vira Omer? You don't count weeks. Zahamar, Hamar very appropriate. seat it's during S'vira Sahomer. Mitzvah Yomim, Mitzvah There's a mitzvah to count the days, and a mitzvah to count the weeks, and that's how we do our S'vira. Interestingly, by the way, some say that the actual mitzvah of the weeks is only on the whole weeks which is actually today, so you could say 28 days which is four weeks, but like the, for the next six days, you would just say it's 29 days, it's 30 days, it's 31 days, and then only when you got to 35, you'd say it's 35 days, which is five weeks, which makes a certain amount of sense, because you're counting units of weeks, not like partial weeks. But anyway, so this actually is, I've got to tell you, quite fascinating. Normally, you know, this idea, okay, you have a week to make it up for Shavuot, Tashlumim, we don't give any significance. We figure out ah, some halacha by korbanos, you know, you learn it out from, uh, you know, you learn it out from, from the other Chagim. It also has Napgamena you know, for issues of Avelus, by the way, but okay. But anyway, the, um, but the, um, but what's fascinating here is the sense that actually maybe has to do with the identity, you know, Shavuot is after, is, 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 is 49 days and is seven weeks and maybe there's an idea to which it's a Chag that is supposed to a one-day Chag and a one-week Chag. The one-week Chag only is expressed in the of HaMikdash in the context of Korbanot, but it's an interesting way of thinking about Shavuot. Yes. Yeah. A couple of
1: short questions. First of here it says, I'm uh, Rod, It's not a bust. That's right. it's not sort of a
0: funny? Yeah, I mean, it's the way the Gemara talks. It's about how we're interpreting, you know, the pesukim of the Torah and what our biblical mandates are. But yes, correct.
1: Uh, most Jews never even made a Yerushalayim once in their life for a regular. Uh, okay. So you you all those people were over about to Achir, or it's only if you're in Yerushalayim, but you're not marshaling the korban that you're uh, No, it's, about it's,
0: it's it's no. Even if you never made it to Yerushalayim, but <coughs> First of all, if you're not making it to your you shouldn't be taking a neder to bring (laughs) corbanote. Okay, (laughs) so. (laughs) Now, you know, so, right
1: you have to take a nesutur to bring uh, shalom echagiga. No,
0: so that's true, meaning there are certain things here like the Olat riyah, and the right. shalom echagiga, and the uh, and the um, you know if a Vachatos and so on. Okay, so those are obligations. I mean, you know, you could always have somebody bring like some of the stuff other than the Olat riyah, which is about uh, you know, you. Of you, but you know, you could always have somebody bring Corbano for you and send it to somebody that is going to Yerushalayim. But yes, it is interesting. We'll get to that in the minute, that, you know, the psukhims are focused completely on satisfying your vows, and the way the Gemara broadens it it's not limited to vows. It has to do with just obligations. And it's an interesting, weird collection of obligations. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, but so but it is not about saying. having been in Yerushalayim and having had the opportunity. Um, no, it's you know, it's an obligation to bring regardless. And so, therefore, to make your way to Yerushalayim, or to get it sent to Yerushalayim.
1: And uh, when you said there's a for abeluda, I thought you were going to say for Tafilah. See, I don't die but, like I'm young. If I don't have a week to make up the uh, no, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> no, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs>
0: Okay, um, so let's take a look. The Gemara says like this: um, Well, um, okay, the Ode Chag Shavuos Ksiv. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, um, the old Chag Shavuos All oh, right, that's a simple point. It says right. the Chag of weeks. So there's a concept of the week of the of the chag having some status of a week. Okay, so now the gemara. So now we're done about the pesukim. Now we get to unpack the rest of the brayta, which speaks about the things that you um, are over on b'alta acher for. Okay, so if you look, by the way, back at the brayta, the brayta listed right. It said. Right? Uh, if you bottom of dalam dalif, vashamot, shamim, maser, So the Gemara is going to jump to pesach, although there's a lot to say about the list that preceded pesach. Mm-hmm. We'll go back to that. But first, the Gemara wants to say, how are you over on balta acher by pesach? Let's take a look. So the Gemara says, by not having brought it on the other regalim So the Gemara says, um, Pesach, says, Pesach bar Can you bring the Pesach on the other regalim that you could be over on Balta Achay if you didn't bring it on Pesach because you then you didn't bring it on Sukkot and on Shavuos? I mean on Shavuot and then Sukkot. So the Pesach So the Pesach has a fixed time. If you brought it on the fourteenth of Nisan, you brought it. And if you didn't bring it, it gets pushed off, and you know, you know, you don't you don't bring it anymore. So, Amara, so, Amara of Chizda, Pesach Kedin but fine, Pesach was just quoted for nothing. Meaning, we're giving a long list. So it's sort of it's k'diiv yes, means for naught. means you know it's sort of like it's what the it's what the elsewhere call like the you know you're just doing a long list of all your obligations you got to say, oh, this 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 and bezar and this and this oh right I didn't think about that that's actually you can't yeah, is not relevant fine take off this so you know but it's basically saying it's not it's not taught taught to teach you anything it's not because it was part of a long list of things so it got quoted in the list of Gorbanotes. but it really doesn't belong there. Ravsheshah Summer, uh, says, my Pesach, no. What does Pesach mean? Shlame Pesach. It means a Shlameem that, a Pesach that converted into a Shlameem. If you do not bring your Korban Pesach, you sanctified your animal, and then let's say it got lost, um, and you had to bring another one for a government pesach, and then you found it. That thing that was a government pesach now has the status of a shlamim. So that thing has three sac has three regalim to be brought. So the gemara says, "Ihachi hainu shlamim." So why do you have to tell them? You already told me a are What do I care? What type of a shlamim it is? It's a shlamim. So the it tells you a shloming that was a that had come from the Pazak, that had been a Pazach, that had transitioned that had converted. And it tells you a normal shlomin, I would have thought since it originated from a Pesach it's like a Pesach and what does that mean? So Rashi says maybe the same way you, you, you didn't satisfy your obligation if you didn't bring your Pesach on the first day on, on, on the uh, 14th of Nisan maybe this would be like a quasi Pesach and at your first opportunity you will transgress Kamash um, Milan that know that you need the normal three regalim. It's a little different because by Pesach you don't transgress a lav lo Le l'shamo you transgress an assay it's a very weighty assay also by Pesach you transgress it by not bringing it on the 14th you, wouldn't, you transgress it by not bringing it on the first regal but meaning the same way Pesach has one time to be brought maybe this would have one time to be brought and not three opportunities well, no once it's a shlamim it has the normal rules of a shlamim why isn't Pesach
1: changing thinking about tomorrow why isn't Pesach
0: uh, relevant here um, Sheni is relevant in terms of your personal obligation, but not in terms of the uh, status of the korban. What, do you, wh- 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 what relevance would you want it to have?
1: You well, didn't bring You
0: didn't bring his korban. Yeah. Why can't you bring it a month later? This, this, this thing, this thing <laughs> that became a Shlamin why can't it become a Pesach So it could, but when it's not, uh, but in the period where it's not, well, so first of all, that's why Rashi gives the scenario about Neskapru ba'Acher. You used use another core partner. you were Yoke so therefore it's not going to be a Pesach saying you personally Gavri really would say were Yotseh it's just that this animal wasn't brought so the animal became a Shlamim what actually is the story about a Pesach that you missed the opportunity that you didn't bring it and would it automatically become like yeah, Shlamim or retain its status or yeah, remember yeah some other I don't remember the specifics of that okay so the Bible says like this um, okay now now we're going to try to look at all that whole long list of things and I should say that there's some logical problems with the list of things you're over. Akhir. If you go through the list, okay. <laughs> so Chayv Damin Erchin is you take an obligation to give money to the Beit Mikta. Okay. Um, now that you know fits in the Pasak, right? <laughs> so you make a vow. You make a vow to give money. You don't be late in paying it up. Fine. But Charamim and Hekdei Shout, or let's even talk about Hekdei <laughs> Shout. Once you point out that. You could say, well, that, is that similar? It's giving something to God. But you know, if I sanctify my car to the base hametzar, the act of sanctification. Who owns my car right now? I sanctify my car. Mackie I'm not using the car. Who owns it? The Beit Hamikdash owns it. If if I sanctify my animal as an ola, it's not fully it's 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 kadosh as an ola, but it's not like it's the property of the Beit Hamikdash. That's more about the way in which it's going to be used, as opposed to an issue of ownership. When I sanctify my car to the Beit Hamikdash, that transfers the ownership. It's about the Beit Hamikdash now owns it. So if you think about it, me actually well, yes, number one, yeah, exactly. Like your car, you call (laughs) up whatever you know, the uh, donate your car, and one of the good things Mm -hmm. is that they come and take care of it for you. But besides that, you know, they're, they're just picking it up. They already own it. When you give it to them, you're not transferring its ownership. You're just delivering something that they now own.
1: Well,
0: so you to say... You're maktisha. Yes. Right, your words of maktisha, is like you handed it over. So it is a little bit ironic that you would be over on Baal Ta'akhir because they actually do own it. Your delay is only delay in delivering to them something that they actually already own. Okay? But, you know, so that, that that's a Baal Ta-A-Kher. Khair is a surprise. That's number one. Then Khat'ot Rashamot Olo Shlamim so and Shlomim could just mean a normal and Shlomim we'll see in the Gevar what it means but a Chathos in Hashem is something you're obligated in mm-hmm. right so if I go ahead and I sin right and um, I'm Chai V'Chathos I sin B'Shoge so now even if I've never taken said I'm Makdi Shitan for Chathos or whatever the clock starts running and after three regalim I'm over well that's not a Nedar La Hashem kita Ki Ta I'm being my I'm fulfilling my obligations in terms of Korbanot but I'm not being the of filling my vows. I didn't vow anything, okay? Um, so that's number one. That's a little bit strange, okay? Now, also, the other thing, which we'll see in the Gemara, is let's say I actually take a free will obligation, but I don't say, hooray, a I'm going to accept an obligation to bring an Ola. I take this nice cow and say, hooray, zo, Ola. I sanctify it as an Ola. So is that a lo to le Meaning, my vow, my vow wasn't to do something. My words sanctify the object. So now I'm not delaying fulfilling my word. You know, my, the effect of my words. In a way, there I'm, uh, there is a delay because the point of sanctifying the object was to bring it. But again, that's not the sense of I've obligated myself and I haven't satisfied my obligation. My obligation. My vow. Okay, so there's a couple of khidushim there that, okay, but there at least maybe is the easiest one you could say, that once it becomes a korban and the point of a korban is to bring it, it's like I haven't satisfied the purpose of that vow until I've delivered it and brought it as a korban. But I think it's a bigger is to say that's one thing when it's about bringing a korban, it's another thing when I sanctify my car and it's about heftish just coming and picking it up. And it's yet another thing when it's not even an obligation, when it's, a, I mean, when it's not even about a vow, it's about a chasaf and an asham, just an obligation. And then you get, to these other things, tzedakah, ma'asro, b'chor, lekechikranpeyah, which A, aren't to the base of Mikdash, and B, some of them aren't a vow, like lekechikranpeyah,
1: Right, yeah, he none really of those qualities.
0: It's just I haven't given my leket shikhenpea, like right? leket stuff you drop in there. So tzedakah, at least you could say, it comes from a vow, right? I make a commitment, a vow to give tzedakah. But how about maaser? How about now miser You could say you separate maaser with your words. You know your your words sanctify this maaser. Mm-hmm. But leket that's stuff that I dropped that I leave to the Amin. Mm-hmm. It's not to the of HaMikdash. It's not through a vow. You have, have to give it. To what degree? And it. you don't even give it. You leave, leave it behind, which we'll talk about. But even if there was something about giving it, so where does that fit into Balta Ta'achir? you know so what anything, any religious obligation I don't satisfy is all of a sudden out there so it's a very strange list so let's take a look or it's a surprising list I should say let's take a look at the Gemara now back to Hamlet Bat
1: he does apply it to the distribution of the Tzedakah he
0: does but at least Tzedakah makes sense there's a vow aspect to Tzedakah let's take a look at the Gemara Minani Mili, where does all this come from top of Hamlet Bat um, the Tanur Banana Rabbi's thought when you make a vow, neder. I only know a vow, if you say I accept upon myself to bring a korban. if you sanctify the animal directly, how do you know that it's a Baalta issue? Kan it says here korbano. Okay, it combines the idea of a neder and an ndava in a different pasu. The same way there, neder includes the idea of a here too as well. So the chiddush number one, as I've already said, is when you say haray your vow is immediately fulfilled. The animal is sanctified, so you could say, "What do you mean I'm not being ma'acher l'shalei? I sanctify the animal under the string." Although there, there, it's not a huge chiddush because the idea of saying haray is in order that it be brought. So the ultimate fulfillment of the vow that it be brought has not yet, you know, has not yet reached its climax, reached its actual t- full fulfillment. That's Chiddush number, number one. Okay, so that's kidor Neder. To Elochecha, your God. Elu Hadamim Ha'erachim Ha'charemim V'Ekdeshot. These are things that are sanctified to the temple treasury, erich and ne- damim. Yoseik, I-, I accept upon to pay myself my, the value of something, or erich, which is the fixed value in the Torah. Charnim and Hekdey is you sanctify the object. So again, this is including the idea of that Rashi says the reason we learn out from La Hashem is opposed to Korban notes where the khanim get a part of the Korban, even in Olah they get the leather and the skin. This is all to God, and that's learned out from the aspect of Hashem Elokecha. But again, the chiddush of Hekdey is significant because when you sanctify your car it now belongs to the of Mikdash the only thing left to do is to deliver it but the actual ownership and transfer has occurred and nevertheless that's included in Baal Te'achir okay Lo Lishal Mo. you should not postpone paying it up um Hu Velo It but not its substitute you don't transgress Baal Acher by its substitute we'll see what that means in, in the Gemara the Gemara will unpack that Hidaroshidrashanu, Hashem Kahameh, God will seek it out from you, payment if you have not done it. This is a khatas and an ashram, things that are not coming by a vow, but are coming by Khidaroshid Rashanu. By a, uh, by a demand, demand. That, that God makes. So <coughs> even if it's an obligation and not based on a vow. Now, an o and a shlomim is generally not an obligation. That's ne- normally under nedev. The Rashi says by ol and shlomin, we're talking about olat riyah and shlamei chagiga. Okay? Now, which is interesting also, right? Because if you don't bring your olat riyah on time, right? So you bring it, what? You bring it like next redel. So are you Yotze, you know, so I wasn't Yotze Ola Riyah. It's too late to do the mitzvah of air calls the Chorcha, because I wasn't Olaf for Pesach. But if I go up for a Shavuot, right, then I bring two Ola Riyah, so I'm not over on, you know, so I'm not over on the Baal Ta'acher from the Olaf Riyah that I did not bring on Pesach. That's a bit of a strange idea. I think our normal intuition would be that your Ola Riyah is, you know, the part of the act of being there on Pesach. Bringing the mainly If You weren't there, it's over and done with. Okay, so this idea here that there's a type of a balta tachir by Allah is quite interesting. But that's what Rossi reads in here because otherwise he says it's just a um it's just a normal uh what do you call it? It's just a normal obligation. It's a normal neder okay. But if you take a look, Tosus raises the issue, right? So Tosus says, by Bashamoat, so Tosus says here yeah, we'll just read it from the beginning. That's quoting Rashi, and then he says You don't bring an or after the regel, so how can you be over in balta if you brought it at the right time, good. If not, you blew it. But there's no bataakher. There's to He said if you didn't actually sanctify your and you blew it, you weren't up for Pesach then you no longer have an obligation. But if you sanctify the animal and you didn't bring it, then the animal is, has a kadusha of a Korban and even though there's no longer a Chil of bringing an Ola Riyah there's a Korban that is sanctified as an Ola that has to be brought okay? and five um, uh, so that's Tosas' answer but um, again that's, that's interesting the idea of Baal Ta'acher by Ola Riyah but Tosus not about your obligation about having sanctified the animal Okay, so now the Gemara says like this. So Rabbi, this. Yes, this this entire like Medrash Halacha that's parsing
1: the puzzle here. Yep, right, is that all part of the right? It's no Rabbanon.
0: Um, yeah, until it get yeah, we're so still up on the time Rabbanon. All the
1: Medrash Halacha, right. is All the right to the parsing of the of the pasuk.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll see. You'll see when it ends. But so far, we're still in the brighter. Okay, okay. Um, so that's so that's the Rosh Hashanu, an obligation that is. Um, fundamentally not about your vow uh, but again at least it's in the world of Korbanot so we're still in Korban and Hectish we're still in you know territory that's familiar at least uh, you know understandable about being about about acher. now the Gemara continues or the that continues Hashem Elokechak God will speak it out from you Tzedakah, Maaser, and Bechor. Why is that? Because Horatly so quotes the postdoc because it says by Tzedakah and Maaser, it says, L'chat y'etzedakah l'isnei Hashem al-okecha. And by Maaser it says, V'achaltah l'isnei Hashem al-okecha ma'asad ikancha tiroshcha v'yitarecha. So a psukim by meiser and uh, the question whether B'chor is in this or not. Anyway, with a tzedakah and Miser that says Hashem alokacha. Fine. So that's a measure of but conceptually where are we going now? Right? Tzedakah isn't something given to God. It isn't about hekdesh. Meiser isn't given to God. You know, Miser is given to the Leviyim or to the aniim. Although it is true by Miser, at least by meiser Rishon Miser Sheni with the exception of master Ani, the Torah fundamentally emphasizes that it's basically given to God and then the question is what does it mean? need to give it to God well you give it to the Ziem but right there's a I mean the psukim do say you know kama sar hat la hashem hu so what does it mean it's la hashem you know what avram says um you know or, or when, uh, when, uh, when ya uh, when ya when yakov says you know yelo kini madi et you know vachat te te mi of sera what does Asrana Rakhni? Where do you give the mice What do you put it on the altar? Do you give it to the Aniyam? Do you give it to a Koei? So there are different things you could do with it. But the fundamental idea is first that you give it back to God. Okay, so so you can understand Meister and Maeser is verbal, right? You verbally sanctify the thing and there's an element of, you know, so there's that element that's similar to a Neder. Tzedakah is not in the context of being given to God. Again, though, you could at least say Tzedakah still has to do with this verbal aspect. You would You know, you obligate yourself to make a nether to give tzedakah. Or if you designate money as tzedakah money, it has a type of a kidushah a type of a status which is learned out from the world of Tumot and Masrot and Edarim etc so therefore you know we're leaving hektesh but at least the thing that we're still in is like a neder things that have a status based on your speech okay and that through your speech act um, actually becomes sanctified okay it's called hafla'an halacha which is a, a speak act that changes the status so now we've included Sadak and Masa, okay me'imach from you ze leka and this has got to be the strangest inclusion in this okay so and Rashi says it's based on the word imach it says et ha'ani imach so the idea where the Torah says imach with you those poor those that you have to take care of because they're your brethren and you have their, that responsibility to them that's the emphasis of the word me'imach here we're learning to say that that's included in ba'al ta'acher. So this is bizarre for two reasons. It's not about hectares. It's not about hafla'ah, okay? And therefore, what puts it exactly in this category is not at all right clear. Um, um, You know, even as I said, something like ma'zer ani, you could say, it starts with the idea that it's a tie that goes to God, but God then tells me to distribute it to the ani'im. Lechaz and Shikante'ah does not have that basic conceptual structure. It starts not with your responsibility to God, it starts with your responsibility to imach, to those that are with you as part of your society, part of your community. And therefore, again, you know, what else are we going to put under Baal to That certainly is the, is the strangest. Tosus makes the point that it's even stranger because how could you be over in Baal to What's like a chicken peah? I dropped some stuff in my act of collecting, you know, while I, was, while I was reaping or I left behind a sheaf. So when am I, how am I over Baal Ta'acher, right? What does it mean? I left it behind. Baal acher means I waited three hours. What did I wait three hours to do? I waited three holidays to harvest my field. I'm not over Baal acher, right? I can harvest my field whenever I want to. So what's the scenario that I'm over? So has two possibilities. One is yes you violated your obligation of lechet chikhenpeya and you went back and you took the sheath and you didn't leave the corner and you picked up the droppings and even though now you violated the mitzvah of lecha chikhenpeya you can go and make it good not sort of whatever you still transgress but you now have to take the stuff that you picked up and redistribute it to the aniyim so the baal ta'achir would be for your non-redistribution of it to the aniyim that's sort of you know how Tosos wants the to, Tosos he, he imagines the other is without transgressing he says, let's say there are no aneim around. I live in this, uh, you know, all that's around is this farmland for hundreds of miles. No are uh, travel around here. And what am I supposed to do with all the lekkah to And if I leave it and wait for the aneem to show up, it's all going to rot. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll take it all indoors and I'll hold on to it for the sake of the aneim and that in that scenario I'm holding on to it for the sake of the alim and I actually did what I'm supposed to I write in that case I have to distribute it within three regalim and if I don't I'm over on balsachere so that.
1: Um,
0: the tosis is um uh as previous like a circunpianzala and i when with that when it first was in the, ah, okay yeah. so anyway um so 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 besides that it doesn't really fit logically in the category, Tosas even raises the practical question of what does it mean not to pay it to the anion? You're supposed to have left it initially, and he gives two scenarios one the Avera and one sort of doing a you know what I'm supposed to do, where I've actually gathered it in, and now I have to go back and distribute it. Now let's also point out about a number of these, besides the trying to find the common denominator. The other bizarre thing about connecting it to the regal is what's the logic of the right? I mean, the Gemara quoted a Pasuk, which is, you know, the Pasuk had nothing to do with Baal ta'achir, right? It says, well, we have extra words here, it didn't have to repeat all the Chagim, but why did it think that it's related to Baal ta'achir? Because the obvious logic is, if you're talking in the world of Korbanot, or even in the world of Hexay Shows, when is the most obvious time to satisfy that? When you're anyway going to Yerushalayim, right? That's when you have your opportunity, which is why Rebbe Meir says, since you have your first opportunity at the first Regal, that's when you're over in Baal because if you blew your first opportunity. So it's about having had the opportunity and not making good on it. Okay? Does that really apply to chicken Chikenteya? Right? Since when is that tied into being in Rishon on the regel? Right? Mm-hmm. Or how about like Maishroth? Or how about Tzedakahot? Now maybe the answer could be yes it does because that's where all of Qayyushal is gathered so if there's ever a good opportunity to you know, make good on your obligations not just to God but to others so when all of the people are gathered that's a great opportunity to distribute the funds to the poor and to distribute your obligations to the poor but again it's interesting to thinking how we've shifted and this is now not just about Neder, not just about hextage, but it's about your responsibility Lechekshu mice throat code, etc and A not only including them in the Baal category fundamentally but linking its significance to the Regal also makes us focus on another dimension of the significance of the Regal in terms of Kla Yisrael ok so that's what we have from that Breitah and now one more line there will be with you a sin your Korban won't have the sin if you transgress Baal Ta'achet the Korban is still valid you've transgressed but the Korban can still be brought ok now we're going to unpack the
1: b'aita.
0: an Shall who Velo So we're going to go to the things that the Gemara thinks are interesting. We're not going to look at every phrase. Okay, lishalmo. It's only about it. It's not about its substitute. You don't transgress p'atachet with its substitute. What that what it That's what the Gemara is going to ask. mai? What type of substitute? Or substitute of what? Ichilufay shlamim. If it's a substitute of an shlamim, Mikruf karvi. Now what could a substitute be? It could be tmura. Although then the Gemara would say more, which is you sort of say ze right. Tachatz and then it doesn't work. But the other thing becomes Kadosh. Chilufav would be a more heteroc scenario, which is you missed, you lost your and Shlamim, so you sanctified another animal and brought it instead, and then you found the one that you lost. Okay, so then it's so that's now been substituted for. Okay, so let's take a look. Um, so it says like this. Um, oh, so um, so actually in that case let's say, but then it wouldn't be the substitute, it would be the one substituted for, you separated off A, you were maktish A, it got lost, okay? Here, you were maktish A as your Ola, it got lost, so then you were maktish B as your Ola, then you found A. Did you bring B already? No, you didn't bring, then you found A and you decided to bring A. So in that case, B, it was the substitute for A, but it was never brought, but it was sanctified. So you're not over involved to. No, I, well, the Gemara is going to reject that. It's going to say you are, but that would be the most obvious scenario of Chilufah. Okay, so then it says like so it says if that's the case, so it says so they can be brought, and if it could be brought, why shouldn't you be over in Balta You sanctified it. If it was a scenario like that, but it was a chatos, you lost the chatos. you sanctified another one, you found the original. So what do you do with a chatos that you're in ba'acher? Lemisa you have to let it die? It doesn't get brought as a Korriban. Okay, so that's Bata So I mean how could there be Balta about that? So what will be an example of chilufav. fe toda. It's a case like this: if the animal is lost and you sanctify another one, but with not with the korban we're talking about is a toda. Now, why is that significant? Because toda shenis arva bitmurata. So a toda which is which is mixed up with its tmurah. again tmura would be a violation way of getting a khalifav, that you said haray zuta but chilufav is, is a legitimate way because it, well, the first one was lost but anyway you have now a todah and its and it's, its substitute and it got mixed up now what's the significance the significance is that a toda um, a todah is only uh, comes with the bread. Um, You know, it it comes with the 40 loaves of bread. Chilufei toda does not come with the loaves of bread. You would bring it, it gets sanctified, but it doesn't come with the loaves of bread. So here, you basically have your first thing and you sanctified it as a toda. Then it got lost. You made another thing as a toda. Then you found the original one. Okay, Or you could just say that you did a tmura, You said zu So this is a tzmurat toda, or a chalifei toda. Now, only this one has bread okay the other one will not you'll bring it but it won't get bread with it now that's if you know which is which let's say they get mixed up so now you don't know right which one is a and which one is b okay you just have two and you don't know one of them is a one of them is b you don't know which is what right? what now yeah, exactly well 10 loaves are chamed. okay so um so which is which so in this case if you have both of them around you bring both of them you bring your 40 loaves of bread Okay, and you basically say, whichever one of those is the toja, these loaves go with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't have to know which is which, you just bring both of them. And the loaves are connected to whichever one is the toja. But let's say, not only do you not know which is which, but one of them is, um, is no longer around, one of them died. Now you're stuck. To, do I bring this, Do I bring this or not? If I bring it, if it's not the toda, then I can't bring it with the bread. If it is the toda, then I can't bring it without the bread. Why can't you just say so, that? Why can't you say a conditional
1: statement?
0: What would that? the conditional statement be? If this oh, if this is the toda, then this bread. Because well, what's the sort of um? What's sig- the alternative? Well, no, but what's also the significance of the bread? Um It'll be either just a gift and they it, you can not
1: even eat the bread anyway, right? <laughs> them, but it's it's yeah, not burned uh, up, right? The bread's not burned up. They eat it, right?
0: Yeah, but, um, so the question is why not, you know, what would, what, you know, what would be so bad of just saying here's the bread and it would be sanctified, it's, 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 sanctified if not, um, what do you do with the bread? Um, it's a good question. Um, yeah um yeah I'm just thinking one minute yeah I'm not sure it's a good question why you can't sort of bring it but nigh. alright I'll have to get yeah. back to you on that but okay but it, the assumption is that if you don't know if you can't be sure that the bread is going to be relevant and connected you don't bring it so let's take a look um, Okay, where we? Uh, so you don't have you can't have anything to do with the one that's left Hey what should you do? Likriveh, Likriv bring it with the bread, It's a Tzmurah. I mean, I think Charlie is right that the biggest issue would be that since the bread is part of the mm-hmm. act of Hakrava, it would be a Chul Bazar problem. It's not just a Stam Tznai. But Below Lechem, bring it without the bread, Dilma Okay, so therefore that's the case. That's a Chlifeh Todah, which you can't bring and you're not over Balta Achir. As much as one minute. If you can't bring it, why do you have to tell me you're not over Balta It's like the Chazas HaMesa, of course you're not over Balta There's no way to bring it. So either you do bring it and you're over on Balta or you don't bring it and you're not allowed to bring it and then therefore there's no, of course you're not over in Balta What is the case that a apostle can tell me you're not over on Balta If Either you are or it's obvious okay so the Gemara says go back to your simple case of something that was uh, sanctified instead of an Ola and shlamim, and then you found the original okay so you are over in Baal this is a courtman. what's the issue so here's the case of not that it was lost here's what it means exchanged you sanctified an Ola it's been two Regalim it's been Pesach and Shvues. And then it got a. Bl- and now, if you need to bring this by Sukkot, okay. Now this animal. animal got a mom. Oh, yeah. So what do you do in that case? Where it has a mom, you transfer the kedusha, okay? So you transfer the kedusha. I mean, first you know you do it to money and from money to the other animal, but you transfer the kedusha to another korban. That's a right. The other alav And now the second korban, it now became Sukkot. So what's the story? Have you transgressed? Right? Because this animal, you got the scenario, right? Here's yeah. your. It's not the original animal, right? Here's your. Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot. Okay? So here's your cow, right? And it's now been. Um, I don't know what that was. Yeah. Anyway, it's now been one, you know, two. If it gets to be Sukkot and you don't bring it, it's Falta there But somewhere here, you got it a got room. a mum. And you substituted it for a different cow. You sanctified, you, you know, you transferred it. to a bad effort. It's right? a yeah, bad effort. There you go. And now this cow crosses the finish line into Sukkot. Are you over about to hop there or not? Is it the same Kiyushad, seen as the same Korban? Or, because it's a new animal, you start counting the three right. Begalindes. Great question, but why would you be over on Baal anyway? You've made it within the three No, you bagalindus. don't. It goes after you don't bring it on Sukkot. Right, if you don't, assuming you're not, assuming you don't bring it on Sukkot. Ah. Are you the <laughs> Okay, so it says like this. It says Right, and that last one this the, the new Korban now went through the third regal. I would have thought, hold me, kamakasi, since it's a transfer could you here from the first one, kimanta abrolav, dummy, it's like three regalim, kamash malan, that it's not that way, that this animal itself you have not been over on. Now, by the way, if the person said, haray alai ola, then presumably he would be over, because then the question is, have you satisfied the value made on yourself? But if he said Hare'i zo'ola, then the, the point java. is that this animal has not been brought for three regalim, then it focuses on the animal.
1: But that's the difference
0: between the nether and the davan, no? Yes, yeah. exactly. No. Okay. So the Maersa is like this, U Rebi Meir, so that's a great read of the Vraitha. Yeah. But that assumes you need three regalim, or at least two, so you have the scenario. Where's your scenario? If it hasn't been the regal yet, then you've, uh, and you transfer the Kedushah, so it's just one regal, like any other thing. If the regal has passed, you've already been over. What's the scenario where exchanging it in the middle might make a difference? So the Gemara says... Um, okay, it was in the middle of Sukkot. According to Rebbe Mayer, or let's say, I don't know, Pesach. Here was day one of Pesach, and here's day seven of Pesach, and it got a Moom on day three, and you transferred it. So, this one you weren't over on Baal to because it didn't go till the end of Pesach. This one only got the Kedush in the middle, and here's a Kiddush. According to Reb Meir, right, what does it mean, one regyo? Does it mean it has to pass through the whole regyo? Mm-hmm. Let's say somebody sanctifies or says harazot in the middle of Sukkot. Are they over on the last day of Sukkot? Mm-hmm. Or does it have to go through the whole regale? So this Gemara is assuming it has to go through the whole reggae. So this one didn't go through the whole rego and that one didn't go through the whole reggae But if you see it as a continuation, then you are over on Bavel. So there. it's the same;
1: it's the exact same scenario, except not in between regali, but in in, in in the
0: middle of a reggae. Okay, Sagadai Kamina, I would have thought hoyo um, Mikolach Since it's come from the first one, it's like the entire rego passed over. Come um, on, No, that it's not it's, you start the clock again okay so, right. so that's the case of Kivufav that you don't restart the clock you start you, you start the clock again okay now so the hayab the the Lord korban Chachet going now towards the end of the Brayta again the things that are on the list don't interest the Gemara they totally interest me about what type of list it is mm-hmm. but the Gemara is focusing more on like some of the exceptions the sin will be in you and not in your Korban your Korban remains Kasher like Marcia, is that, we learn it from, from we learn it from another source we're talking to Bryce others I mean, Rabbi Meir says, maybe if a bachor is not brought in the first year right when it's supposed to be brought so maybe it becomes invalid it's like you know it's like an animal with a mum the verse says you eat your master and your bechor It links the Bechor to the Maser. The same way you can give in a later year, because the whole idea, you know, is after three years, if you haven't given up, given your Maestros, then you clean out your house every three years. So, Maser clearly can be given a year, more than a year late. So even if the Bechor is given more than a year late, it's still the is Kasher. Now, if it's given more than a year late, there's already been 3 going. Uh-huh. ok so therefore you can implicitly see that the a, a, a korban is not nifso just because you were over on b'alta to the korban can be given it seems
1: from
0: this eight, five years later yeah so, says, ah, so, so don't you know. learn it from this concept that the korban isn't nifso was it Istrich, No, you needed the other Pasuk as well. I would have said, That's by a Bachor, which the Bachor is not coming for Ye Rasef, or to find favor in God's eyes. Fundamentally, um, it is, you know, it's given as a gift, Rashi says aval kajim dibnei knew kajim, with there's an idea of Liratson and they're coming for harza'a to sort of, to get to, to uh, curry, uh, there's a better word than it, I was going to say curry favor with God, but anyway, emalow um, too. maybe it should not be accepted for Ritui purposes, kamash malon, that it is. Now that idea of ritzoi is interesting, right, because like, you know, by a, uh, for example, you have an idea of the korban being Kusher and not being older lebalim l'shem chova. We had that in the beginning of zvachin a lot. If you shech the korban shelo lishmo. The korban is kosher; it could be eaten, but the owners have not fulfilled their obligation. Okay, so that could be like one sense, right? By a b'chor, you know, as long as the korban was kosher and the kohanim eat it, it's like there's no sense of like an achilv other than that. But the gemara doesn't even frame it that way of not being yotzei your obligation. It frames it more as this idea of hartza'ah, like um, which means that you know, and that gets to the question about like what's the function yeah. um, of a before. most of the Korbanot are fundamentally brought to, um, to God, right? Whether it's a first sin or an ola or a shlomim, it's basically a way of you connecting to God. Like we would sort of say tfilah, connecting in different ways, but you give something to God as a way of connecting to God. And there's that idea of that it's liratzon, right? And liratzon, liratzon is a common word that Torah uses by korbanot, particularly in the context of shlomim. By b'chor, it sounds like it's a little bit different. It sounds like, Before the very act and you could say the same is true about Maser, the very act of sanctifying it it's fundamentally what you're supposed to do. You have a firstborn, that's God's. You have a tithe, that's God's. And it's not that the act of bringing it is supposed mm-hmm. to somehow be an act of connecting you to God. It's sort of like we talked before about the there. You separate the mazda, that's God's. So what do you do with it? All right, I'll give it to the lazy. Okay, I'll give it to the anim. Okay, I'll do this with it. But the fundamental religious act is the separating of the tithe to God and the separating of the bachor to God and not that the bringing of it is about some type of a through bringing the sacrifice I'm going to connect to God. Um, and that seems to be the point that Gemara is making about this difference of rutzo So maybe the Baal ta'achir would get in the way of saying that this is a meaningful religious connection since it's being done since you sinned in the process of this. Right even says the idea of mitzvah haba avera. So, so, that, so, that, so, so that sort of thing. It's one thing to say by Bechor it's okay. That's not about connecting to God. Right, the very giving of the b'chor and sanctifying—that was the primary thing. Other korbanot, which are basically like a type of a tefillah, if you want to use our sort of more post-post korban concept, you know that maybe is sullied by the by the sense of the of the acher, and that's why the pasuk says, "No, the korban is completely okay. You have whatever avair you have. This korban is completely okay, even in terms of this ritzui element." Charlie, what do you want good, to have? Two things. One, uh, this uh, Pesach would seem to be different here. Yeah, so Pesach also you could say is not luvat is not Lietzoy. Of course, Pesach you don't need Baal baletaach. Therefore, right. right. Uh, second, Ma'aser also Meister Behemoth is interesting about that as well. Whether you have that concept of Meister Behemoth. but yeah. If this is really the thing, of Rabbi Mayer, uh you'd be over after one break, well, not just a year, uh, and this right. would be a, should be a slightly different. That's true, but um, but again, so but but it's but as long as you buy into this Russia, right? It's relevant for all the different approaches. Anyway, the Gemara makes the point that not only before all carbonate, you're still Yotze um, whether you know even in the ritzy aspect of them, even if you're over Valtachia We'll just read one more line. The Gemara says, uh, so to says ben azai, We can learn it from Ben azai. to Tanya Ben azai, Omer. Oh, so it says uh, by pigul. It says. Right, if you have the wrong spot, you invalidate the korban. Lomar, <manyan> says the brighter <manyan> Again, the issue of ritzue. Maybe if you violated Tachir, the korban is not accepted. Lomar <manyan> Oto. No, only by Oto Lo <manyan> The aim, it is the only, Pigal is not desired by God. Another Korban, even one that you were over on Balta Ta'achar, is desired by God. Not only is it a good kosher Korban, but it even has this element of Ritzoy, whatever hate you did in delaying its bringing. So we will find out tomorrow what the idea is about, about you know, um, that velobe Korban since we are now claiming that we already know that concept from other sources, what is that point of saying velobe Korban chachet